Hello, everybody, and welcome back to a brand new episode of the Almost Brothers Podcast. Thank you for joining us yet again today. On today's episode, we're going to be talking about how we're all called to be preachers. Coming up. What's up? What's up? What's up? What's up? How you doing, Jeremiah? Good. How you doing? Not bad. Not bad. How about the snow we got today? It's kind of crazy. Oh, I was just sitting there at my desk at school, just looking out the window. It's like, uh, <laughs> yeah, I was driving in it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You yeah. got got a little sketchy a couple times. Oh, yeah, for sure. It really did. How, and I don't know how bad it got yeah. in other places. In Cape, it was, it was pretty. Yeah. yeah. I know I got pictures from a few people. Like uh, Sean sent me pictures in Bluff and. Um, Gracie was saying it got pretty bad where she was at. Yeah, man. Okay. Yeah. It was just, it was slick for a minute, but I happened to be driving around that minute. Perfect time. (laughs) Yeah. Once we went and ate and got back out, then they had the roads cleared, but while it was coming down, it was was pretty slick. I mean, it's still wet out there. It's going to freeze. It's Mm -hmm. it's about to be 20 something degrees here in a little bit, but yeah. So yeah, today's episode, this one's going to hit you a pretty close home there, bud. it's been been coming up a lot lately. (laughs) Hey, yeah. Well, I was just thinking, man, you know, uh, with some, many of us, we we don't feel called to be a preacher, but all of us are called to preach. Yeah, I'm gonna say that again. <laughs> Not all of us are called to be a preacher, but all of us are meant to preach. Yes, all preaching is is glorifying God, is telling mm-hmm. someone else about Christ and yes. about what He's done Pro- for proclaiming you. Proclaiming the good yes. news. Yeah. So that's what we're all called to do. Mm-hmm. You know, of course, there's, there's a five-fold ministry. You know, there's preachers and teachers and evangelists mm-hmm. and, and all of that. But just just how I always hear people, well, I can't go up to somebody. I'm not a preacher. I can't go talk to them. I'm not a preacher. And it's like, yes, you are. Yeah. Like, you're meant to preach. That's what you're, that's what you're here for. That's what you were birthed for is to preach the good news and tell people about mm-hmm. Christ and about his love for them. Right. That is what you're meant to do. So why, why do we want to hide from that? Jeremiah. Oh, well, I, would, I think because it's intimidating because you you think when somebody tells you you're to, you're to preach or you're to, to be a teacher for one, you think, who am I? Yeah. I, I'm not qualified for this. And two, it's just, it's a little intimidating. Yeah. You know? Um, yeah. I mean, where do you, where do you start with that? Yeah. It's like one of the things that's kind of difficult to just jump in and start doing. Yeah, like we said on our last podcast, it's something you, you know, you do over time and you through trial and error, you know, you figure out what works and where, you know, how do you really, you you know, where you get in and where you flow well and how to keep tie things together. You know, there's just a lot you learn through doing it. Yeah. So when you have no experience, I think it's just a little overwhelming. Yeah. And especially with, you know, I've got a bunch of friends that are, that are pastors and preachers and evangelists and it's, that gets intimidating. Like, well, I'm, but I'm not as seasoned as they are. I'm not mm-hmm. as, as articulate as they are. You know, or even even with me, I, I, I've gotten to the point or I've, I have been to the point to where I'm like, but I'm not going to be accepted like they are because I don't look like them because I'm not a wear a suit and tie, mm-hmm. nice, clean shave. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm just not that like that's mm-hmm. not me. So I'm not going to be accepted, you know, to be able to go to a church and to preach. You know, people look at me and they'll look at me differently than they will. You know, even right. Pastor Tim, who's, who's yeah. you know, very 
put together. JC Penny mannequin. You know, just straight just up. Always just looking dapper. Right off. Yeah, just collared <laughs> shirts. And it's like, that. that's just not who I am. But like you said at the beginning, though, we're all called to preach the good yeah. news and to share Jesus with people. Yep. And so I don't think it matters how you deliver it, yep. or what it really sounds like, as long as the message is one inspired by the Holy Spirit. Yeah. And, and you, you're just the mouthpiece. But it's just a simple message of, of the cross. Yeah. You know, and what what Jesus did yeah. and, and, you know, how we can live in freedom from sin. Yeah. It's simple. Yeah, it really, it really is. Yeah. Repent, you know. There's sin in your life. Repent. Yeah, go another direction. You know. Yeah, it's just it's it's not it's it, it can be overcomplicated sometimes yeah. oh, because absolutely. it gets that way because you don't you know you want you feel like man I need some new material you know like yeah. I just can't preach the same thing all the time but really we that's really all that that matters yeah because is all, that people know Jesus yeah, you know because it could be a cool message and cool things but it all leads back to the same yes the same yes. thing. Yes. Hey, we need to repent. We need to change our behavior mm-hmm. and do something different. You know, it's like it's a battle with our flesh. That's what you know. No matter how good the message is or how crazy it circles around and goes down this rabbit hole, and then it always it should end it should. up back there. Yeah. You know, that's what that's what it is. It's you know, it's Christ and Him crucified. Like mm-hmm. that's it. That's that's where it's at. That's the bottom line. But it does. It, it gets intimidating, and, and people get. I think I think a lot of a lot of old school preachers and old school church people they they overcomplicate it almost purposely kind of like a social club to where well we don't we don't want to let just anybody in you know so it's it's cuz I've I've seen churches where they they you know for new coming say evangelists they won't they won't even give you a shot if you ain't been doing it 20 years or you know if you're not part of this denomination or that denomination and it's like what what do they always say like the gated uh um garden or whatever that's, that's really what it seems like mm-hmm. you know being being on the inside for a long time that's what that's i'd see that you know like oh this evangelist you know he's looking for a place to to be able to go and well but he's not from our denomination so we're not going to be able to, to mm-hmm. let him it's like they don't even know about you know this person mm-hmm. and and you know, I, I I feel for those that are trying to start a ministry like that, or trying to get out and, and you know be able to do stuff like that. But uh, it does; it gets it gets very intimidating. It, it really does. Even even with just our friends, you know, mm-hmm. we're, we're kind of talking about you know behind a microphone and, and a pulpit. But even just talking to your friends, yeah. it's like who oh, these people know who I used to be. Like I can't <laughs> yeah. preach to them, but right. Your words of power, you know, I tell you mm-hmm. all the time, man, speak, open your mouth, man. Mm-hmm. What you say, it's got so much power behind it. Right. But we get, we get scared and we get, we try to overcomplicate it. Like, I don't know the words to say. It's like, just say what's in your heart yep. and it's there. Yep. You know, if Christ is living in you, same Christ that lives in right. me. Right. And my, my wife always tells me, you know, if it's, if you're putting it in, you know, if you're in the word, yep. you're studying your Bible and, and you're, if you have it in you, then it'll come out of you. Yeah. That's but. Good the Holy spirit can't draw anything out of you. That's not in there. That's good. Yeah. So as long as your part is done and taken care of where you, you've, you've put your time in studying. I mean, I know when you prepare a message, you always spend ample amount of time yeah. in the word and, and putting it together. Then when you step up to the mic, got, or, you know, it can go any direction. Yeah. And like we said, uh, last podcast that sometimes you don't even get into your notes. Yeah. It's like, why did I spend all that time? But, and I kind of want to recant and, and correct that we are to do that. Yeah. We are to spend that time in prayer and in, pre- in preparation, but God can go in any direction he wants. Yep. So it's not a waste of time. 
Yeah. Because I, that's what we were talking about on the way home today that, you know, you can prepare something and then, you know, God may use it, may pull it out of you, you know, six months down the road, Yeah, you yeah. know, or something that you've heard that's something that's in there, but that the, the bottom line is it has to be in here before the Holy spirit can draw it out. That's good. Yeah. I, I heard a preacher once say that, that the notes that he studies up on for, for that particular message, that's for him. And then what comes out while he's given the message, that's for them. I like that. Like, that's Oh, good. that's good. You know? Yeah. So he, he takes his notes and he gets his notes ready. And most of the time that's not what he even says. And it's like, those are what that was for him. That was God speaking to him through that message. Yeah. And then what he's saying to those is God speaking to them through yeah. the message. Like, Ooh, that's good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's, I, and I can see that, you know, it's like, man, I've read all this and I studied all this and, you know, it gets you excited as you're preparing. You're like, Oh my goodness. Like, look how this is, you know, it's working. It's coming alive and you're starting to take notes. And then, yeah, you just go, compl- I mean, just down a whole different path. And it's like, yeah. wow. But all that just got me excited to give the the message though, yeah. you know, and, and kind of laid the groundwork and then God just built the rest. Just, man. What, what's always been interesting to me is how a sermon can be preached. And then if you had the time to stop everyone on their way out the door and ask them, what is the main thing you got out? You know, what, what is the biggest point that really stuck with you on yeah. this sermon? And you would probably get, however many people's in there, a yeah. hundred different answers. Yeah. And that is because the words that go forth, the Holy spirit does all the work, yeah. you know, in the person. And, and it seems like everybody receives it a little different. Yeah. You know, and that to me is just fascinating. Yeah, absolutely. It really is. Because yeah. if you go down, if you're going to go to a lecture on whatever, so say you were going to go to college and take a lecture and you said, what'd you learn today? You almost all have the same amount yeah. of, you know, pretty much, yep. pretty much the same yeah, things same down. You know what I mean? Like I got this, good. this, this. But when you go to a church service and the Holy Spirit's involved and that word is, is alive and it, and it means something different to everybody, it just, it just fascinates me how everybody can receive something different. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, oh, and it's cool to hear those, yeah, know, those things like, man, yeah. because you, it's like, man, I didn't get that, but yeah. that's good. Yeah. You it's know, like, like, oh, I see how, yeah, oh, yeah I see okay. how that, like, yeah, it's, yep. it, it's fascinating. Oh, me. absolutely. And that, man, I, I know, I know there's been a lot of, a lot of messages that I've, I've listened to and I'm like, man, like, it's a good message, but you know, you get out of there and you, you, you ask somebody, you know, like, what? they're like, oh man, he was, boy, he was fired up. What? And it's like, yeah, well, what'd you get out of the message? Mm-hmm. You're like, I don't know. Like, I can't even remember what it was about. Try to, just like, try to name one of the points. Right. Yeah. It's like, it's yeah. like, man. So, you know, it's not about getting up there and just raising your voice and getting excited. You know, it's, it's got to have substance to it, mm-hmm. you know, for which, which, you know, the Bible says that, that his word will never return void. That's right. But you've got to have that leading of the Holy spirit for it to change lives, mm-hmm. you know, for it to really just, just change people in the room, you know? Uh, yeah. Cause I mean, any good speaker can get up there and rattle off, 10 scriptures, talk to you real nice, make you feel good and yeah. then head out. Like it's, yeah. I mean, you know, anybody can do that, but it, it takes a, a man or woman of God to be tuned in to be able to change lives. Operating in the anointing. Yes. Operating I mean, with the Holy spirit. Yes. yes to, yeah. to be able to change lives, man. Yeah. And, and there's nothing better than getting those messages mm-hmm. and just like, wow. Like I've told pastor sometimes I have to say, like, I can't even talk to you. Like, you need to go away. Like that was on point on point. Like my goodness. Uh, but I, I love those type of messages. I love, I love getting my, my toes stepped on. Those yeah. are really good. Cause it, it forces me to change. Yep. You know, it forces me to look in the mirror and go, Ooh. And as uncomfortable as change always is 
on the on the other side of it, I'm always so thankful that I did it. Yeah. You know, and like we've said before, I just wish I'd have done it sooner. Yeah. You know, but for real, it's like whenever you know, whenever you receive some correction or some instruction or whatever, and you and you obey that, there's always a blessing that, that's tied to that. Yeah. You know, the Lord's going to do something big in your life because he, he loves obedience. It's yeah. all he wants from us, really. Yeah. Yeah. He wants us to love him, be obedient, and then. Go go tell others. Yep, that's want you. That's, that's what I'm saying. That's want you, man. Like that. That's it. But yeah, and that that's the biggest thing. Even if you are not called to to preach in front of a congregation, if you're not called to pastor or evangelize, you are still called to speak the good news to everybody you come in contact with. Only you can do that. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like how many people do we come in contact with every day? Like you know, hundreds of people that you come in contact with that I will never come in contact with. Just in a, in a day. Yeah. And it's like, you can reach those people where I could never reach those people. I could reach people that you never can. I mean, just, and it goes on and on. It's like, that's what we are all called to do mm-hmm. is to tell somebody that's hurting, that's broken, that's lost. Hey, God's got a better plan for you. He's got a plan for your life. He loves you right where you're at. You don't have to clean yourself up and then bring yourself to him. He is there right where you're at. All you got to do yep. is call on his name, ask for forgiveness and let's go. Like, let, let's get up, let's walk. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's what we're called to do, man. That's and people need to stop shying away from that and, and step into that calling. That man, I am a man. I am a a son and daughter of a living Christ. Yeah. Same Christ that lives in me as a pastor that's been pastoring for fifty years. I can tell people about him. I could pray for people. Like, yeah. why do we have to call our pastors anytime somebody's sick? Hey, will you pray for this person? Like, yeah. that's great. That's great to be in agreement. But hey, you pray for him. Like, yeah. you've got the same yeah, power inside same of you. Power. Like, come on, like we're, you know, no, nobody is better than anybody else in the eyes of God. Like we're all, you know, it's, if you've got Christ living inside of you, like, let that out, open your mouth, open your heart, let it out. Yeah. But so many people, man, especially dealing with youth, like they, it's like, they're, they're so shy. It's like, do you not, do you know who you're saved, right? Yes. I love Jesus. I've got him in my heart. Then speak that. Like that's Mm -hmm. all you gotta do is speak that love to, to people at school. You know, there's no special thing that you've got to rehearse to say to him there's no just open your heart open your mind and uh focus on him and he'll give you the words to say yeah yep it's, it's like pulling teeth with some of these youth though man yeah, I know. oh man i used to be the same way though i yeah, used to be very that way for many years yeah and there's still there's still times where i i'm mm. i i'm disobedient or the lord i'm at walmart let's just be, let's just be like, real yeah, yeah. <laughs> the lord's like hey i want you to go speak a life in that person i'm like but i got i gotta get the toothpaste and i gotta get back home like i don't, right. I don't have the time for right. that when really i just i don't know i don't know it's, you it's, know man it's funny that you're bringing this up because i was thinking about this yesterday how if if i had that boldness to where it didn't matter if i was at at harps or if i was at walmart or if i was wherever if if I had the excitement that the disciples had after Jesus ascended, yeah. you know, and that church was breaking out and there was just thousands of people getting saved and, and it was just, it was like spreading like wildfire. Yeah. People were on fire, you know, and if we had that, if we had some people like with that fire, it would be like that everywhere you went. Yeah. You go into Walmart and you'd see people praying in the aisles for people yeah. because you they'd, they'd come across somebody who's hurt or broken and didn't know Jesus. Like, well, let me tell you the answer. Yeah. And you would be so excited yeah. to tell just like they were back in the day. Yeah. You know, like they, they wanted to tell everyone because they had just seen something unreal. You know what I mean? Like the, yeah. and so I, I don't know. I, I guess I, it's just one of the things where, I, I want to be more like that because I'm not good at that at all. Yeah. I am not good. If I, I mean, 
It's hard for me to go up to somebody stranger or something in yeah. a public place and just be like, even if the Holy Spirit prompts me, yeah. I'm sooner to pay for the groceries yeah, than, than I am to say, Hey, can I pray with you right. or what's going on? You know, uh, I don't know. It's just, I, I want the bold, I want that boldness. Yeah. And I think that it's, it's a cultural thing. You know, we're, we're, we're very, sta- especially now with COVID going on, like we're very standoffish from, from our fellow man or woman. And we're, we're scared to go up to somebody because we know that people, you know, a lot of people aren't, they don't want you up in their face right. and, or they'll say something bad. But yeah, it's even when you're prompting, you're like, I know I'm meant to go and talk to yes. this person, but I, Lord, I just don't, I just don't. I don't know. It's like you're, it's like the enemy. As soon as, as soon as you get that, the enemy is right there. Like, oh yeah, man, they're going to think gonna, you're crazy. They're going to yell at you. Yeah. People are going to be looking. I don't want to hear that yeah. noise, you know, and normally when the Holy Spirit prompts you to do something like that, he's already aligned it. Yeah. To where their hearts are ready to receive something, yep. so you're not just running there blind like a kamikaze pilot, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? He's already prepared them, and you're just to step out in faith and, and obedience and and speak, and they're already primed and ready yep. to receive. Oh yeah. Otherwise, he wouldn't prompt you to do it. Yeah. You know. Yep. I I mean I believe. Yeah. I, well, yeah, absolutely. And and even in those times where you know where it's just you, if you're doing it with the right heart, you know, you're just trying to tell yeah. people about Jesus, like. That's fine too, you know. They they may reject you, but that seed has been planted, yeah. and somewhere down the line, they're going to think about that word that, or even just the love that you gave them, just mm-hmm. the time uh, that you took out to say, yeah. "Hey, man, God loves you." Man, I was in Walmart here. It was back before Christmas, and some random dude just walking up the aisles. He's like, "Hey, brother," and I'm like, "Yeah." I'm like, I, didn't, I don't know you, and he's like, "Jesus loves you," and I'm like, "Yes, he does. Thank you. He loves you too." And he's yeah. like. He's like, you know that? You know Jesus loves you? And I'm like, yeah, I know that. Yeah. And he's like, all right. And he just kept on rolling. And yeah. probably, and who knows how many people he yelled that at yeah. in Walmart. But it's just like, that's bold. Yeah, yeah. You know? Because yeah. even me, I'm like, what? You're talking yeah. to me? Yeah, I'm like, like what? Oh, why, yeah. why are you pointing at me yeah. yelling Jesus? But oh, yeah. it's. And ima- imagine somebody being, like, imagine that day you were just just ready to end it. Like, you were just, <laughs> right. felt nobody loved you. Right. And that right there, because it was like, you know what? You're right. <laughs> yeah. Yep, it's like that could completely change yep. somebody's life. So right whoever there. whoever you were running around, <laughs> oh, that would told be me. awesome. <laughs> listening. Yeah, oh. I just that, that was it was cool, you know. And I, I admire you for for being bold like that. Yeah, I, I wish I had more of that, and I believe that the Lord will yeah provide that absolutely, especially in the you know the coming days where the Lord said you know I will pour out my spirit man, on all flesh, and it's you pulled that right out from my head, man. <laughs> I swear. <laughs> because <laughs> that's what it's like we're gonna we will have the we have the power to heal the sick and see the lame walk and and command strongholds to be loosed and we have the authority to to speak to demons and cast them i mean that's yeah. that's what that's what we have yeah and, and it's it's time that we start operating in it yeah we got the right set of tools we do we just it's like me. Don't know how to use them. You know, if it comes to tools, boy, I don't know what's the what. I know what a screwdriver looks like. That's about as far as it goes. But I'll, st- I'll still never forget when I grabbed that. The, oh, the kid man. Told me, I, sw- I thought it was real. That was hilarious. Yeah. I'm like, oh, man. The, like, the, play the, it off. the lid saying play school should have given it away. Yeah, but I didn't read that. I just grabbed it and <laughs> headed out like I'm Tim the Toy Oh, man. man. That, I, I lost it. I really did. I was like, "Oh no, <laughs> yeah, y'all." I yeah, it's a good joke, wasn't it? I knew it was. <laughs> I knew it was just kids. Thing. I said, "Well, where's the Who is this real dude? one? Who is this dude?" Oh, that was that was like well, the first week I met yeah, you too. Definitely. <laughs> oh, 
I'm glad first impressions aren't. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, man, this idiot. Oh, yeah, man. Funny. You got anything else on your heart? Nope. I'm, I have to cut this one short. Yeah, we gotta, we gotta, gotta, go, gotta go get Maximus. Heck yeah. All right. Well, hey, thank you everybody for joining us. It's been another podcast with uh, Michael and Jeremiah. Uh, remember, if you don't have a home church, come check us out at the Lighthouse in Dexter, 830 in the parking lot, 10 o'clock inside. We love y'all.